Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's your evening spank with Julia and Tyler. You Gossip on the go while you're cooking, cleaning, or whatever you do at night. Not that it's any of my business and not that I really care. You're welcome. This is the third ever Evening Spank, a Spanky's Corner podcast original. Welcome. Happy March. What kind of nonsense happened over the weekend? What do we got? What do we got for today? Um, well, I did grab this thing, the five things to look forward to in March. You know, if you feel like this winter is just kind of dragging by, here's some things I think that maybe will make this a little better. Better. And this was on the list, but I actually asked Siri on my drive into work today because I was like, when is this darkness going to end? When is daylight savings time? And it's actually this Sunday. I have it's no really? idea. really? Already? Yeah, March 8th. That's the spring forward, right? Yeah, spring forward, fall back. So we skip an hour. So we lose an hour on Saturday night. We lose an hour it's the worst one for the day but it's the best one overall so it's a short-term thing for a long-term investment yes exactly because <laughs> it'll stay lighter longer Ooh. march Madness gets underway the first four teams play on march 17th the Hell championship yeah. game is on april 6th and julie's gonna watch none of it absolutely none of it the mlb season starts opening day for baseball is Hell march yeah. 26th this year and that's the earliest it's ever been julie's gonna watch none of it no i'll go to games i love going to baseball games Cubs open in Milwaukee, and White Sox are supposed to be good as well. So I also go to Tigers games. I'm not going to say what other team I go to, but it's the city my boyfriend lives in. I know that's a that team name is a curse word around St. Louis. Chicago. Sucks the city and the team. <laughs> so whatever. First day of spring is this month. The is that really? Pre- yeah, the, I called him a ground hole. <laughs> The groundhog predicted in early spring last month, but it officially starts on March 19th, which is really soon. Hmm. St. Patty's Day and other holidays, International Women's Day is March 8th, which is also this Sunday, along with Daylight Savings Time. National Napping Day, March 9th. Pi Day, March 14th. St. Patty's Day, March 17th. And of course, and last but not least... International Waffle Day. When is that? March 25th. All right, mark the calendars. Do you, do we get free waffles at like the IHOP or whatever, or, or is that pancake? I don't know. You know what? I'll do an investigated waffle study. Thanks. I really like waffles. We've got three weeks for you to report back on that. And for our Illinois friends, happy Pulaski Day, everybody. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs>
excitement is oozing out of Julia's veins. I've had like three different explanations of what that is now. Yeah, we just knew we got the day off of school when we were a kid. That's all we knew. Yeah. It's your evening spank with Julia and Tyler. We mentioned Oprah uh, what Friday on this very podcast because she uh, she said she had a one night stand, right? Yes. And she said she had never been to a strip club, never been skinny dipping, all that nonsense. I forgot we talked about her on Friday too. God, she's just high in the news right now. She's high in the news and then she fell over the weekend. There's a video floating around of her falling flat on her face uh, while talking about balance. So she's on stage <laughs> talking about balance in your life. And no sooner did she get those words out of her face, her poor little her poor little footsies gave out and down went Oprah. How old is she? She's like 70 something, right? Yeah, I don't Listen, think she's that old. Uh, let's take a let's quick Google Oprah age. I'm get oh 66. Yeah, see? Yeah. See, I love Oprah, but I also love watching a good tumble. Where is that rank in your all-time top tumbles? Um, my favorite tumble of all time is the grape stomp tumble because nothing compares to that. Ooh, ooh, nothing ooh, compares to ooh, that noise. Ooh. It's just oh my god, that that's an iconic tumble. <laughs> One out of ten, it's a ten. How does that rank for you? Give it a one to ten score. Uh, it's up there. Like one anything. Th- Look, Family Guy spoofed that tumble. Yeah, they did. I remember it. And I'm not even a Family Guy watcher, but I remember the Family Guy spoof of the Ooh. grape tumble. <laughs> uh, the the model, um, the one that comes to mind is the model that was walking in the high heels, and then her just legs started to go, and she was like walking like she was Bambi on ice, and, and she, she just, just falls like, sideways. She kind of just. Her her heels. There's a clip that you have to find that you just Google it, where the newscasters are watching it live and they lost their shit while watching it because yeah. she, it takes you could see the fall coming for like ten seconds and she's trying to hang on, trying to hang on, and then finally her her poor little model legs just gave out and down she went. Well, a lot of these falls now are popular uh, gifts too. Yeah. Um, speaking of. The table gift that like lady dancing on like a coffee table and then she just like her legs come up from under her. She goes like up in the air, falls down on her back, hits her butt on the table and just like falls on the ground and the whole table falls on her. That's a top five. Is that better than Oprah for you? The Oprah is good because of the irony of her talking about balance. Yes. And the fact that it's Oprah. It's a celebrity fall. A celebrity fall always gets higher points in the tumble rankings. Yeah, I I like Oprah, though, so it's not like I'm like, yeah, she deserved it. Let's take her down. (laughs) She's snapping ankle good. What about the QVC falls, the ladder falls? There's multiple QVC ladder falls, Home Shopping Network falls. I can't think of those. Yeah, there's one where the guy climbs all the way up to the top and then just takes a a fall right down to the ground, probably broke his back. There's the other guy trying to, like, uh, set up his ladder and same thing. Like they're trying to sell ladders and they they fell both times. Ugh. Another really good fall was the one the past month of the stripper who fell from the top. Of the- oh, it broke her was, face. That one was really bad. Literally broke her face. Well, my favorite thing, even though that was hard to watch, my favorite thing is she kept twerking after it. She did. She kept twerking. So in all instances, just keep twerking. And then like a couple days later, <laughs> she said just she keep wants twerking. to... Um, I might be getting this wrong, but I think I saw an article of her saying she wants to she wants to take a new career path. She wants to be a forensic scientist. I thought it was a food critic. A food critic. You're right. She does. She wants to be a food critic. Wait, what? Yeah, I knew it was it. I knew it was like a. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I knew it was a. I knew it was a serious job that began with an F. And it was like a very. It was a very alternative route from stripping. 
Julia got food critic at forensic science. This F's alternative route. Okay. That's right. yeah, just. Uh, you know, speaking of the Oprah fall, I think the fall was bullshit. And I think it was staged. You want to know why? Why? So she did the thing last week where she talked about one night stands. You know what she announced? She's doing old TV shows or old Oprah TV shows in podcast form. She just announced that's going to be a thing. So now there's three podcasts, Joe Rogan, us, and Oprah. So there's three to choose from now. And she announced this. And I, I don't know, in order to get into the news when you're trying to do something like that, you do something crazy. And I would think falling while talking about balance is a good way to do it. I'm calling bullshit. Uh, the thing is, though, she's already got like a top-ranking podcast right now. So I feel like if you subscribe to any of that, which people do, I do, and like listen to it routinely, they're going to look for anything else she puts out. So I don't think she needs the added scandal help. Maybe uh, uh, maybe we'll volunteer you to go out and take a tumble somewhere, so that way to kind of give a little bit of a boost for this podcast, for Spanky's Corner. You like how I just looked out the window looking for tumble? Like, <laughs> for places to tumble? Like I mean, off the top of the Radisson. <laughs> last week, we suggested you get the coronavirus because it would be good for the brand. My dad so, got really upset. <laughs> My dad texted me at like 2.30 in the morning on Friday. Did I send you this? No. Well, maybe you did. I forgot. Texted, oh, yes, you did. He texted me and was like, Oh, what are you doing? And I was like, well, it's 2.30 in the morning, Dad. I'm just at home. <laughs> and he was like, it's listening to your podcast. Because my dad works uh, nights. And he was like, I don't like you joking about the coronavirus. And you're going to Vegas in a couple months. Like, I just really would like you to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> No, Dad, I don't have it. Like it's fine. Be like if that's the what. worst thing she comes back with from Vegas, and he'll be doing did, just it, fine. And honestly, though, it did make me stop and think about the pool water. It did make me stop and think about the pool water. <laughs> it's your evening spank. Ew. Post Malone was in GQ, and they published an article today, and he suggested that he got his face tattoos to help with his self esteem. So he says it does maybe come from a place of insecurity to where I don't like how I look, so. I'm going to put something cool on there so I can look at myself and say, you look cool, kid. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, he's obviously got the always entire tattooed under his eye, like his eyes, like where his bags would go. He's got, I think, like a little sword and he just got a saw with blood dripping off of it. I don't know if because I don't know. Was he a big fan of woodshop in high school? Like, The reason for that. He previously told Spin Magazine that he got the tattoos to tick off his mother. And he goes, I got a face for radio anyway, so why not? Wow, that's a dig. (laughs) That's a dig at us, Post Malone. Um, You know what, though? I mean, we've talked about this before. When you get a face tattoo, you instantly limit your life to like three or four different career paths. I guess Post Malone, though, has hit that point where if he does everything correctly from here on out, he could retire now and live happily ever after on a beach with his face tattoos. I I love him. I think he's so talented. I, I was thinking about it when I was watching his show a couple like we we saw him in concert not his television show but we saw him in concert like a couple weeks ago and I was thinking about it and I feel like the past five years there's really been made room for artists like him and Billie Eilish where you can go out and just not give an F about what you look like Alessia Cartu she's she's cute and like not as bad but like she I think was the first one to like go out and not wear makeup and like wear oversized clothes and like people were accepting of that even though they gave her a hard time and now I feel like all artists are kind of doing that Post Malone not wearing any makeup don't look at me like that. Stop. You're well, the one you- that said it, not me. It's your evening spank. Do you think Adam Levine needs to apologize for a poor performance in Chile? Why? What happened? Um, oh, you haven't seen this? You don't follow Adam Levine on Instagram? I actually don't. You know what? I'm not. I mean, he's I'm shirtless a lot, Julia. You among need- the gaggle of women who 
are obsessed with Adam Levine. Wow. I think he's a talented guy. I like Maroon 5, but I am in no way attracted to him. He's not my type, and I don't understand it. Like, I, I, I get it because he has tattoos and he's talented and whatnot, but he's too femme for me. Like, I feel like he spends just as much time getting rowdy as I do. He's a lousy dancer, too. Bad dancer. This is the second podcast, by the way, now, where you've critiqued someone's dancing as if you're a good dancer. I'm not. That's why I know what a bad dancer is. I would think I would be the utmost authority. This is the second, this is the second episode in the row you've Who's done that. Who's the first that. one? Who's like, the... you're Michael Flatley. Like, calm down, Lord of Dance. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you called out the Jonas Brothers last week. Yeah, they're bad dancers, too. Uh, <laughs> you know what, though? It's funny that we've done, I don't know how many episodes of variations of, of, of podcasts on this, probably close to 50. 50 or 60 different podcasts. And that is the very first Lord of the Dance Michael Flatley reference we've ever had. <laughs> My God. Well done, Julia. Fred Astaire across for me. <laughs> Fred Astaire. Okay, Just here grandma. to call everybody out on their moves. So Adam Levine, <laughs> who, by the way, has moves like Jagger. Thanks. Uh, he shared a photo right. of a crowd on Instagram, and then he said, while we can't always make up for our past, we can absolutely try our best to learn from it. Thank you, Chile. Not Chile. Chile. For giving me the opportunity to grow. So apparently what happened was their performance was such shit that he felt the need to go on and apologize, said other things were getting into his life and he wasn't very professional and the energy was low and they got a bad performance. That happens. So he apologized. Right. If you're doing hundreds and hundreds of performances every year, you're going to have a dud every now and again. It's kind I always of the think risk about that with like with performers because even if like our job definitely is a lot less daunting than theirs, but you know, if we have like an off day, it's hard to be like, that Justin Bieber, gotta love him. <laughs> well, do you remember the Katy Perry thing in the documentary? Where oh she... my God, it was miserable where she's crying and then she just goes and like rises up to the stage and like oh. puts on this smile and it's so, ugh, I love that documentary. So good. What was Katie the name Perry, of it? I love Katy Perry so much. <sighs> I want to marry her. It's your evening spank. Ew. So Matthew McConaughey had to unbrand himself to get better roles in movies. Does that surprise you? Are you talking about like uh, bad Lincoln Continental commercials? Stop it. I love him in those. I love Matthew McConaughey. But when you think about it, Matthew McConaughey, early 2000s, was a rom-com guy. He did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's where I fell in love with him. I forgot what other rom-coms he was in. But that was like, I feel like the big one. I miss rom-coms. They need to, there needs to be more. Well, they don't do anything but action thrillers anymore because that's the only thing that's making money in Hollywood. He had that movie with J-Lo too. Uh, was it Made in Manhattan that he was in? I forget. I'm not a big Matthew McConaughey guy, so I couldn't really tell you. And Do you my, have anything my, against him, or you just don't? No, he's just fine. don't subscribe he's to any just of his stuff. Weird as hell. But I mean, even the the like even SNL. Remember when Jim Carrey was on and they imitated that Lincoln Continental commercial, and it was almost identical. And the problem is when you spoof something, and it's so realistic on the spoof, like it's almost identical to the original thing. That means it's really kind of messed up. And the whole not that it's messed up. That's not the right term, but it's just weird. Like the Lincoln, he just goes on. He's like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just do this, and sometimes you do that, and all of a sudden, boom! I'm driving a car. He is, like reminds me of like. What is that old like? What is that old school country western guy, John Wayne, on like sedatives? Sedatives. Sedatives. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that so I don't get made fun of? Reminds me of John Wayne on sedatives. <laughs> we had to recut that because I said the word wrong. I love I'm not it. even going to act like that's the first time I said You're gonna that. You're going to be so mad over the first time you hear it and you realize I didn't take any of it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> She'd be like really mad at me. So yeah, he got typecast as romantic comedy guy. And it's not that he minded making them. They were pretty successful. And I think that's where women really started to fall in love with him. And then keep in mind, too, he also did the magic mic. But that's when he was like much more like like the forefather of all the new incoming rom-com guys. <laughs> Did you ever see Magic Mike? No, I didn't. It's got the dumbest storyline ever, but it's like the, the movie makes you happy. Like it's just a, it's a good watch. Yeah. When people think about Magic Mike, they don't think of it as a Matthew McConaughey movie. It's a Channing Tatum movie, and don't you ever forget it. He's so beautiful. Channing? Yeah. Yeah. And I usually, like, when women are fawning over men, I never fawn over the men women are fawning over. You know who I love. But, like, Channing Tatum, I get it. Channing Tatum or or your or Paul Rudd. I mean, still Paul Rudd. But so, I just, seriously, yeah. if Channing Tatum and Paul Rudd came in here and you you had a hall pass to hook up with either one, hook make up? sweet sweet love to either one of them, you would take Paul Rudd, who I know you love very much, over Channing Tatum. Yes. You because, are a you. No, you wouldn't. You're a liar. Because seriously? why? Because he's gonna his personality is just gonna woo you in bed. He's gonna tell you sweet jokes into your ear. I feel like this is why. Oh boy. Channing Tatum is like an athlete. He's a former dancer. He's like a former stripper, I should say. And he's a dancer. He's bringing way too much to the table that he's going to be like, I'm sleeping with this. I can do the splits, but like Channing Tatum. You're bringing this back. No, I'm talking to like if you had a hall. It's it's like the same thing if if it was Katy Perry and like Halsey. If if I'm making that decision between the two, I know neither one of them would ever hook up with this. But that's I'm still able to easily make a decision one way or the other. Somehow you figured out in your head. If we're okay, so are we saying this then? If I was at my best best physically and I've been in months of month of acrobatic training, who cares? If they walked into their (laughs) both. It's an MTV made to have sex with Channing Tatum. <laughs> they get me ready for six months. <laughs> it's just rigorous training. I have a maid coach yelling at me. It's like Channing Tatum's sex boot camp. <laughs> I'm running up and down high school bleachers getting ready for the day. With like some 80s music playing. Yeah, da 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 Oh my god, I'm crying. No, I still say Paul Rudd because I feel like you would not. I feel like the after where we're both just laying there, he'd make me laugh. Oh, that's what you're looking for. It's an experience. Oh boy. So just for the record. Julia but, would sleep with But if MTV wants Rudd. to pick this up, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> it's your evening spank. Lady Gaga has got a new album. It's called Chromatica. It's dropping in April. A lot of people are thinking um, it might be a better art pop. And Demi Lovato has got a new song called "I Love Me" coming out this Friday. Mm, I bet it's gonna be. Uh, I bet it's gonna be good. And this is a guess, by the way. I don't have any credible sources on this, but her last one was like that serious one she did on the Grammys. Uh, what was it called? Anyone? And then this one, I feel like it's "I Love Me." It sounds like it's gonna be a nice little, nice little empowering anthem. You think so? That's just, that's my hunch. I don't know. I might listen to it on Friday and make it might make me feel like a proud, strong woman. So. 
right. I would sleep with Channing Tatum <laughs> over Paul Rudd, by the way. Just me personally. It's your evening spank. Hey, uh, shout out if you're into this. Like, let us know how you feel about these little daily episodes. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Please leave us a review. Should we bring back bribing people? Yes. What do you got? You got some cool stuff at I your house. I got nothing. All right. Well, you know what? The last guy never claimed his Charlie Puth autographed sauce. Yeah. And actually, now I have more of them because I got a new Charlie Puth autographed sauce. So if you leave a review, we will pick our favorite at the end of the week and you will win a Charlie Puth autographed pasta sauce. Yes. And please make it a five-star review, too. We, we don't got time for those one- and two-star Yeah, I mean, reviews. you're really not going to win if it's anything <laughs> under five stars. Like, why would you think you would? And there will be a full episode of Spanky's Corner podcast coming maybe tomorrow, maybe Wednesday. We haven't quite decided yet. Probably We're tomorrow. trying to come up some stuff. So, like, the Spanky's Corner thing is going away. This is just daily nonsense that we throw at you because it's daily and we're full of nonsense. And we love pop culture. Spanky's Corner. Rate, review, subscribe. And don't forget your disposable grocery bags, you wasteful whore. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.